It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. Hope I got all that on there and didn't clip out. Clip out. So I can, I've been using that word in a couple different ways. So in audio and something, it gets the pitch, the whatever gets too high. See, that's why I, I uh, am not, I'm, uh, you know, I do some music, but I'm not a great musician. But it clips out when it gets above the level where it's going to fuck with the sound. So it just, the sound completely goes away. So there's that. But then uh, clip out shit from a video to uh, give it separate clips. I've been using the word clip out. So I use it in two different ways. But anyway, that's not what this is about. So welcome to the podcast, the Public Access Podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. Check out other great shows on the network like When the Gloves Come Off, Finger Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is Earth Lizzie and Saved by the Band, and the show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage's Buck, Stoner Eats Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and SockEmUp.org. So, to get away from sound stuff, I'm going to bring out my guest. I've been on uh, the Comics on Life show with Stefan a couple times, and both these times, this guy has been on the show, and I've, I've already had April and Stefan and... And there's someone else I'm missing, but uh, I'll figure that out. I'm gonna. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Will I figure it out? Maybe, but I guess that's what's important, right? Ah, shit. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever figure this out. But anyway, um, is that it? Nope. Eric Brown. Yeah, okay. Eric Brown was the other one. That's who it was. Okay, so anyway, but this guy's been on twice. So that's twice the excitement. So right here, right now, we have right here, right now, I think we have I'm going to get it. It's going to happen. Uh, right here, right now, we have Sask Got Jokes. There he yeah. is. Yeah. So, what up, what up? man, so, dude, yeah. Um, you, you're you uh, working uh, working with a pickaxe. What's going on with the pickaxe? What's going on with the pickaxe? Well, um, right now, I'm in the office for my day job. And we are building stuff, and our company's uh, logo is a pickaxe. So, uh, okay. Putting it on yeah, that's what we got going on. So, this so your, right. your viewers don't think I'm just some type of murderer with the pickaxe. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm seeing Sauce got jokes here with the fucking pickaxe taking the. I, I know, but so if, if you're gonna if you're gonna murder someone, would you take the 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 thing off the the tag, the, the plastic. The, yeah, take the plastic. I mean, if you don't, 
then you have the possibility of returning it. Um, yeah. Yeah, people can trace it, I guess. I, I, I'm, I'm very suspicious of barcodes, put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, barcodes, who needs barcodes? Who needs them? Yeah, who needs them? No, no, I need barcodes because I like to use the self-checkout aisle, so I'm going to be scanning. <laughs> scanning the wrong stuff, so without the barcodes, couldn't get away with it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't pay two dollars and forty cents for my fifty-inch TV. So, right, but there they know. They know that you, if you do that, then they they wait for it to get above whatever the level is for it to become a felony in whatever state you're in. What what and, is the level of that? What's it like? I'm not sure. It, it varies in state to state. So okay. they wait for you to get to that level, and then, then they then they'll they'll get you, and they'll. Uh, but up until then, you're good. So as long as you yeah. stay below that number, you can do it as much as you like. But once you hit that number, then then they're gonna come after I mean, you. Most of the time, I'm just um like scanning like avocados and onions and shit, like just, just little shit that I just don't want to want to pay for. Cause I just like I don't want to pay for this fucking onion. <laughs> yeah, this is my onion. I need I need some fucking yeah. food with some onion tonight, man. I'm not. Yeah, it's just one onion, one avocado. I'm not um, paying a dollar and thirty a pound for onion. Fuck that. I'm just gonna no, no. It. Yeah, I mean people people gotta fucking get their avocado going. It's Man, and avocados, some places, they're fucking expensive. You know, yeah. people, man, uh, up in Portland, Oregon, man, it's all about that brunch shit. And they do yeah. uh, avocado toast, man. Yeah. That shit would think, be like 15 bucks. I think fucking avocados are overrated because they're, they're high, but they go bad so quick. Like, if you leave an avocado out for like fucking two seconds, that bitch is dead. Like, that shit is over. It'll turn brown. <laughs> it's no yeah. good to do so i'm not paying fucking 15 bucks for something that's only gonna last 30 seconds yeah fuck that, fuck yeah. that. you can't buy more than one you always have to buy a new one and that right. means and mostly it's a, a breakfast thing unless it's you know you're right. having guacamole or some shit then it might mm-hmm. be dinner but so. yeah i mean i don't want to fucking hit the store before i'm eating though but yeah, man, you can't. Yeah, you can't buy more than one of a fucking avocado, man. Yeah, fuck, fuck avocados. Yeah, fuck avocados. That that might be. Uh, where this is going? That's my slogan for today. Fuck avocado. I think so. I think that should be, man. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Even if fucking they they even sell that shit at Dunkin' Donuts, but it's not. Is I don't know what the fuck it is that that they have there, man. Uh, it's it's this weird light green color, and they put it on on toast, uh, like normal avocado. I mean, if heckin is like a darker green, but this um, is like a. I haven't eaten in Dunkin' in a while because I care about my health. So yeah, right. <laughs> Man, I was all fucking. I was excited when I came out here because I'm like, shit, I get fucking Dunkin' again, mm-hmm. and uh, I go. I started going there for like two three days and then i was like okay well i can just go to the gas station and you know may have as much for a coffee but um yeah a diet of dunking and gas station food yeah you definitely shave like three years off your life 
easily easily but who, who needs those three years man they're probably probably not the greatest years so you know it, it'll it'll be all right you know I, I i smoked for long enough that i think what if you could pick and choose the, the years that you say about where it's like you know what let me say about three years in my 40s or you know <laughs> like just like you can go from like 43 to fucking 40 i can't do math fucking 47 but it's like you just skip all that shit and just, just get right yeah just right up there to the, the upper 40s yeah it, right. yeah i mean it's it's weird once you get up there and uh like even when uh so what was it like at 38 at 38 you're just as far away from being 21 as you are to be in fucking 55 or to be or to you know get your discount at denny's or whatever the fuck uh mm-hmm. however you look at it go get the the discounts that get because you can get your a aarp card whenever mm, but 30 might be a fun age man dude, 30s are the best 30s are the mm-hmm. best years um 40s are all right 20s i i don't know 20s seemed good, but then 30s seemed a lot better. Yeah, um, 20s are overrated. 30, 30, so I'm 31 right now. So uh, yeah. 30s, to me, in my experience, has been um, 20, but with money. Right. So. It, that's a big difference. At, at 20, dude, I, man, I, yeah, I did not have that at all. I was, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, what, back in 20, now, I was. Now I understand why. Wow. Why girls date older men? Because we we might not have our shit together, but we have it more together when we're fucking their age, you know. So right. And when you look back when you're 20, you're like, well, so wait, when did you start doing comedy? I guess is my my next question. I started doing comedy four and a half years ago when I was age of 27. So you were 27. Okay, I think that's about when I started too. Um, which there's people that are younger than you, but then like, so now that you look and you see comics that are like 20 years old, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Some of them are, are there, but most of them niggas ain't funny. (laughs) They're not funny. Yeah. Cause I say this, I always, I'm always bittersweet because on one end, I would like to say, damn, I wish I started comedy earlier. But on the other end, I'm glad that I started comedy when I did. Because comedy is pretty much based off your life experience, you know? Like, the older guys usually are funnier because they've been through more shit. And, like, let's be real. What the fuck has a 20-year-old been through to fucking tell you about? Right. 100%. Yeah. And... And I mean, when you, yeah, you got a crowd that's, you know, maybe if the crowd's all 20 year olds, then maybe mm-hmm. it's one thing. But if you have a crowd that's older than that, man, there's not going to be much. I mean, yeah, what what have you done? Like when you're 20, you're like, there's not. There's the advantage to being older because 20 year olds can't relate to 40 year olds because they haven't been 40 yet. But 40 year olds have been 20 before, so they can still. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, it it was interesting because, yeah, like when I started, there were some people that were starting out that were like in their 
maybe 50s or you know 40s and stuff and i'm like man they're old but then but then it was like but they they like got it pretty quick they all them yeah. that were older kind of caught on mm-hmm. pretty yeah. quick whereas yeah oh, you get yeah. some some younger ones yeah i don't quite know but i mean yeah even at 26 i don't think i mean i knew some stuff but yeah you know definitely learned a lot more since then so yeah, yeah. so that that's the beauty of it like, a, lot, a lot of people be like oh, oh i'm getting old i'm getting old i'm excited i like getting older i don't know what it i guess i just haven't hit the uh haven't hit the downward slope yet i'm still on the on the up on the slope on the rise up so maybe that's right what it it, yeah unless you got fucking you know uh I don't know, some people yeah, think 31's old, but dude, yeah, 31 is is nothing, man. 31 is fucking that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like you I feel like you're not you're not old until you're like 50 something. I feel like 40s is getting getting old, but you're not old yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean uh and it's weird looking back and like seeing what my parents were doing when they were 40. As opposed mm-hmm. to what I was doing when I was forty, and I was like, well, yeah, it's a little different, but yeah, man, forty is not not that old either, man. It's not. It is not, man. It is so funny when I've been looking at like my peers, like in the same age group as me. We are some very childish ass adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I think it, yeah, it really kind of showed when uh you know we had the the lockdown and shit and uh man all the fucking childhood toys and shit man i was selling those things and damn dude like i couldn't keep that shit on the shelves like you know like all that stuff from then it's like everyone it's like you're saying it's you're you're 20 but with money now yeah and (laughs) all the childhood things that you didn't get because you couldn't pay for you just just buy it. Like, yeah, you just have it now. It's like, oh, okay, well, cool. All like, right. Yeah, like I still collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like at this point, yeah. they're they're um to have like if you're playing like the game and like actually trying to compete, like it costs a good little bit of money. It's just like, like yeah, like I I spent I spent fifty dollars for that fucking card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I got it. laughs> are Are you playing? Um, are you, are you the, collecting right now? Are you, you have friends that are? Um, at the moment, no. But um, I did a year ago because um, so I moved to Charlotte. I, um, I was in Newberry, South Carolina, and that's where I would um talk, uh, play with a lot of people in my local scene. But I moved here, and I have yet to step out to go find the local scene. And I've just been mostly working comedy, so I haven't really had time to do that. So is that why you moved to Charlotte was for comedy then? Yeah. It, it cool. Was, yeah, for comedy, but also just life in general, because uh where I'm from is just small town, no opportunities. I can't grow there. So I gotta go somewhere to expand my horizon. So you doing comedy out where you were then? Were you like what was that scene like? <laughs> Um, I, so, all right, so I'm breaking it down for you. Newberry, um, Newberry is where I'm from. Um, a little, um, town in the sticks. 
population of about 8,000. Okay. And guess, guess how many stand-up comedians there were? Uh, I'd say there is you and maybe one other person. You Me. had the whole fucking place on lockdown. Uh, which, which sounds good. It sounds like um, it's easy. It's not a competitive market. But Newberry is definitely a retirement place. To where like it's a whole bunch of like old people, old money, and they don't want anything new. So like I, I've tried to do different venues here and there, and just they just wasn't going for it. So um, basically, what I was doing the entire like three and a half years before I moved is I would have to drive up to Columbia or Greenville or Spartanburg. So I had to drive forty minutes in any direction in order to do any type of comedy. Oh shit! So, mm-hmm. so, you weren't doing like a host in any shows out there in in Newberry or anything like that. Uh, Just went out into the into the cities. Yeah, I performed in Newberry twice. One was at a Juneteenth festival, and that went horrible. <laughs> How so? Because <laughs> my um so. They did a Juneteenth festival and um, I was approached to do to perform out there. I said, all right, cool, I will. And it was like, of course, you got to be clean. Of course, I'm like, all right, cool, let's go out. So with me, I decided to write an entire set about Juneteenth. But with so, all new stuff. Yeah, all new stuff. But it was good. And it was like real, well thought out, methodical clever type of jokes right right but i forgot the key thing i live in a country bumpkin ass town where people aren't so clever so okay yeah so i told my first joke and i literally seen the visible confusion on their faces i seen the wheels going around in their head and i was like oh shit i forgot where I'm at, they just want to see me, like, put on a show. They just want to see me be a character, just blah, blah, blah. They didn't want to think, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so, so what happened then? I just did the set. I you went already, through the whole set. I went, hey, fuck it. I went through the Damn. whole set. Like, hey, we here today. And just people, some people was like, oh, okay, like they're cat, they're cater who's like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. But the majority of everybody was just like, what the fuck is he even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> because the funny thing is, is that Juneteenth, even though it's been around forever, it is new to where I live because they didn't teach us that shit in school. They didn't teach no. us shit about so, in, in South Carolina, they didn't teach you that. They did not teach us about that shit. Shit. So when we did the Juneteenth Festival, it was literally like two or three years after we as a population heard about Juneteenth. So it was new. We was like, all right, we're going to make a change. We're going to make a day. We're going to do a festival, blah, 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 blah. So with me telling jokes of like me who researched Juneteenth and all this other shit, they weren't, they were not, um, were not prepared. They were not prepared to understand what I was saying. So how did you find out about Juneteenth? Um, the show Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that's where, yeah, it really became uh, known was, yeah, because of that show, which yeah. 
And I was like, what? Fuck, wait. So I went a little bit. And then it got me thinking, like, it's so ironic because that made me think all the way back to growing up in the school system. I was like, so that means I literally was answering questions wrong on the test, but they were right because that's what they told us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good point. It's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, 1865, the, the end. Uh, well, nope, not quite. It wasn't quite the end. And yeah, it, shit was wild, man. I didn't, I didn't know about it yet until probably, I don't know, two, three years ago. And a buddy from Houston, he told me about it. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And then it like it showed up on the calendar on, on my phone. I was like, what, what the fuck is Juneteenth? And then... And it's like, well, well, this is why yeah. why didn't we hear about this? Especially with the textbooks. I think all the textbooks that were made when we were growing up were from Texas. Mm -hmm. Which is it. even yeah, a, a bunch of bullshit. Like, okay, <laughs> well, so then what what did you come away with then after that set? Like as far as working, mm -hmm. working an audience and uh, if you don't have, if they're not quite the, on the same level as you, of course, like uh, it was a learning experience. Like as far as you got to know your audience, for sure. And now, like if I could do it again, uh, of course, I could tailor some of those jokes to be more digestible. But I would pivot way sooner. Like if I yeah. wanted to. Have keep the enjoyment of the crowd i would just pivot like yeah fuck that this ain't the right crowd for a buzzer but on uh on a deeper level that definitely confirmed to me that i gotta move like just like i i love yeah. my city I love my town or whatever but the world is way bigger than that fucking place so i got to go you know yeah that's understandable and mm -hmm. So have you ever got to use those jokes again? Yes. I used them jokes the, the week after, the literal week after in a crowd with like a, a mixed crowd. It was like different people um, yeah. of all demographics. And they destroyed. I destroyed what else. See, because I did it. I was like, I knew those jokes were fucking good because I, I, I was doubting <laughs> it. But I was like, I knew yeah. those jokes were good. I knew it. <laughs> So did you just go with the same set or did you change anything on it or? I went with the same set for the most part. Changed a couple of like punch lines here and there. I found stuff that was, that was, I found stuff that hit like more generally instead of very niche. Yeah. And that, and that seemed to work out a little bit better. So what was kind of been your fucking, uh, so let's see, are you still going to open mics every night or are you doing um, more like doing it well, sometimes and going being booked on shows or what's so um I'm I'm mostly booked at this point. I do mostly booked shows. Um I still do open mics. Uh it's not like it's not like I'm fucking too good to go to an open mic and done like that. Just that, you know, when you got a job and all this shit, it's kinda hard to trying to get get to and fro but i do hit a lot of open mics because you gotta stay shooting that jumper you gotta stay practicing you know like yeah. you can't you can't just get a couple of good jokes and then just ride them high you gotta stay constantly 
trying to get better. But some I'm, people I'm, have. Mm -hmm. Some people have been able to have a couple of jokes and ride those for yeah. 15, but, 20 years. I don't think that's going to be me. Yeah, that's not, yeah. You're, you're more than that. And so, mm. uh, and, and so then, I, yeah, I, no, I go, go for it, man. Uh, um, I like the process of making new jokes. Like I like finding something and then finding the funny angle about it and then making it into something presentable for an audience to laugh at. Like that whole process is so fucking fun. So, yeah, Where, that's why I keep it open mic. Where's most of your material coming from? Just just life. Like as far as uh I do a lot of topical stuff too. Like if I see something that happened, you know, in the world, like world news or whatever or something, something, of course you gotta talk about it. Yeah. The thing, the thing with that is that we live in this 10-day society that something will happen and then 10 days later nobody gives a fuck. So Yep. And then you I got like, jokes gone. Yeah, so I like doing those jokes just to practice making jokes, just to be like, all right. This happened Monday. I'm gonna make a joke about it and say it Wednesday, and then nobody gonna give a fuck anymore. But I still was able to take that thing, make it funny in a short amount of time, and get it out there. That that was an exercise for me. But um, most of like the jokes that I keep is just life experiences. Just being every day I wake up in the morning and I'm walking out, I just be receptive to anything that's going on in the world. Like the other day, me and my girlfriend, we went to Lowe's to um, get some stuff. And this guy, he ran out and stole, like he had like a bullet of buggy full of like lumber and all type of shit. He just ran straight out the fucking door and see all the fucking white employees running after him. And the black employee that was messing with us, he was like, what the fuck they think they're going to do? That's a Mexican. They can catch him. And it's just like, this is fucking hilarious to me. I'm making jokes about this. Right now, I'm going to the open mic tonight to fucking talk about this shit here. <laughs> so do you have like a, a notepad or something, or are you doing this on your phone, or what's what's your um, style there? Do you have a special pen? So I do a little bit of both. Like uh, I'm gonna tell you my 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 tried and true process right now is if I see something funny, I will make a Facebook post about it. And then go back to that Facebook post and, and analyze it and turn it into a joke. But I have a notebook too. I um I whip it out like I got it in my bag. Like if I see something funny, I like I like daydream about it. But sometimes I'll fucking forget about that daydream and it'll be gone. So I'll just take out my notebook, write a phrase, and then put it back in there. Like my notebook is not, I don't have jokes long form written out. It's a yeah. whole bunch of the stupid phrases that it won't mean shit to nobody but me. And do they still all mean something to you when you look back at them or are some of them just yeah. kind of gone and you're like, oh, I don't know what the fuck I meant by uh, tomato, um, green, fucking tree. If I see the word, like, uh, it'll be something like fucking um, ugly doll. I don't know why. Then like, I just read it, ugly dolphin, and I come back to the memory of an ugly fucking dolphin that I was talking about. Then it just goes back there. But as far as me writing out, set up, punch, tag, nah, that, nah, that ever worked out for me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, the Facebook posts, 
I, that was how I started out. I had a bunch of Facebook posts that, you know, got, you know, a little bit of fucking response right. from people. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I wrote those all down in a, a notebook and then started, you know, those were, those were my first jokes. But then, so is, uh, is AI a thing in, in the comedy community with you? Uh, are you seeing people doing that, like coming up with shit that way? Um, I personally haven't seen it, but it's because I'm not looking for it. I think that it's talentless. I think you are a fucking loser if you use AI to come up with your own fucking material. Because if we get to the point where AI is sharing our shit, what the fuck are we used for? What, what are we for? Right. Yeah, just you're a fucking person with a thing in your ear or, you know, just remembering the the set. And, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, yeah, I took my first jokes and I was like, write me fucking, you know, here's a setup. Write me fucking 10 new punchlines for each joke. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's people that got to be doing this, man. And just fucking, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's so much of it, like. With with so many things I fucking do, it's just like dude, I can be replaced by this shit so easily, and it's just I hate it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird watching it. It's weird because talented people do exist, so it's just like this makes it so much easier for people without talent to just right. Do it's just like nah, this push you you. You haven't lived this life. You haven't did the blood, sweat, and tears, the hard work to do this shit. You feel me? So yeah, I can't get jiggy with it. Yeah, and I mean, I haven't been to an open mic for a while. I don't know about people on, on shows, but I don't know, man. I feel like it's got to be going on somewhere, but I, yeah, I just don't know. Problem. I don't think I know enough of the comics out here to really know who I'd be thinking. Like, I don't know them well enough to know if it's like, okay, there's no way they could have fucking thought that up mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of be able to see it. But I don't mm -hmm. know, man. As long as I stay authentic to myself, I kind of just going to ignore it and just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, like, I know it's a whole bunch of bullshit out here, but what can I do about it? Nothing. Yeah. So, yep. Stay in your lane and make your jokes fucking better, man. All I can do is make jokes about people using AI. Fucking yeah, them. there you go. There you go. Fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's fucking funny, man. It's, uh, I mean, like, yeah, just watching some of it and then with, uh, with like writers and stuff and, uh, like South Park nailed it a few times with that shit. I don't know if you watch South Park at all, but uh, I used to watch South Park, but then as I got older, I was just like, eh, I really don't care. Like, like oh, if it's on yeah. TV, like if I'm just like in a random place and it's on TV, I watch it. But it's yeah, not like, it's not like oh, I gotta go home and watch a new episode of South Park. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 do touch on it a few times. Like they, I don't know how long ago it was. It probably was. Maybe close to like 10 years ago, they had one where they had a fucking, you know, a robot fucking telling jokes um, on stage and shit. And 
yeah, I mean, eventually it went and you know killed everybody, but you know, <laughs> so it is. And then, and one of the last episodes that they did this year, they, um, it was about ChatGPT, and they fucking just, you could tell like the whole episode was just fucking ChatGPT because everything was like a little bit off, and uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But I mean, if you're, yeah, you're just observing and, you know, working and working, working yeah. stuff out. And then so yes, between doing a show in front of a bunch of, you got to go? Um, in, in like three to five minutes, because uh, I'm mad that we had those technical difficulties earlier, kind of took up some of the time, but we got a meeting at 11. Just okay. Going. Good. Cool. Well, then. Okay. So I have one question, then I'll let you you, you tell uh, what you got to tell. So there is. So between doing open mics and paid shows, if you're crafting a joke, how much like will you change because you're not getting reaction from comics who've heard your jokes amount number amount of times, or if you're doing it in front of a the crowd that's not comics and they respond to it well or not well see um the feedback i get from comics i get it after the fact like i i, I don't give a fuck about their reaction when i'm on stage because we are the worst audience members <laughs> yeah we don't laugh at shit but it, and it's not even on purpose it's just we you know we're dialed in for the most part. I know when I'm watching yeah. the show, I have to trick myself. Like I got to trick myself to be in audience mode and not comic mode. Because in comic mode, I'm going to sit here, study and dissect, blah, 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 blah. So now yeah. I'll ask their reaction after the show. But um, when it comes to audience members, uh, fuck their reaction after the show. It's during the show. So it's the complete opposite. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, you just gotta do do what you do and see what works, what doesn't work, and then go to the drawboard. Cause I know it's been plenty of times where I told jokes and the crowd laughed. And after the fact, some random drunk asshole black, like, you know what you should do with that joke? You should blah blah blah. And I just let it go in one ear and not the other because who the fuck are you? You know, like you know, you right. don't go up to a pilot and be like, you know what, you should fly the plane like this. You know, nah, fuck out of here. Yeah. So oh yeah. Sure Tell tell me tell me a joke. Uh, I'm not saying you tell me a joke. I'm saying they'll say you know, oh you're you're a comedian. Mm -hmm. Tell me a joke. Like, okay, I say, sure. I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I had somebody tell me. Um, they said tell me a joke. I said pay me. And they said they said who do you think you is? Kevin Hart. <laughs> and then I, I looked at them and I said that you know what? No, I'm not Kevin Hart. But at one time, Kevin Hart was me. So yeah, pay right, me, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if people want to just pay you, or or they want to find your work or book you, how are they going to do that? So you can find me on all social media. Well, no, but on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at SauceGotJokes71. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Sauce Got Joke. 
So for some reason, Jokes is not a valid last name. I don't know what the fuck they were. Motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, on Tuesdays, I run a um a showcase out of a strip club, out of the um Crazy Horse Strip Club. It's called Ha Ha's and Tatas Tuesday. It's every Tuesday at 9 p.m. And I have guest spots available. So if there are any comments from out of town, you slide through. I'll give you some time. Ain't, ain't no thing, you know. So yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's where you can find me at. Cool. Well, hey, well, dude, thanks so much for being on. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll probably. Difficulties earlier, man. <laughs> hey, it's all good. We got it going. And uh, I had them too. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go and tell Sauce. Like, I can't get my shit going. I can't fucking hear anything. Uh, so it worked out. All right. So yeah, man. Uh-huh. Have a fucking good rest of your day. And I'll talk soon. All right. All right, man. Thank you, Rusty, man. We're going to holler at you on the flip side, my boy. Hell yeah. All right. All right, dude. Sauce got a joke. Sauce got jokes. Sauce got a joke on Facebook because they're assholes. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Anyway, dude, um, you guys, you can call in. I forgot to do this at the beginning. You can call in and leave a message on the show if you want. 503-974-6420 or... Yeah, but I do again. 503-974-6420. I'll play it on the show. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here on the Quantum Global Broadcast Network, QGBN. And again, check out those other shows on the network. When the gloves come off, thank you, man's pro wrestling podcast. This is it with Lizzie and Saved by the Band. And the show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage as fuck, Stone Reeds Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, Sockemup.org. Like, share, subscribe. Go check out the other stuff. And uh, check out Sauce. Check out, check out Sauce Got Jokes. You, I'll put the links everywhere and you can find him. And that is the show. Man! Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee Wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>